Welcome to the Healthy Tips Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Intersome, and welcome to today's show. Today's title is Six Reasons to Keep a Meal Planner. Hello, everyone. Yep, keeping a meal planner. So we know that's one more task that you're going to go, oh, no, can't get that done. Actually, it's great. It saves time. (laughs) It's really a wonderful thing to do, I think. It is a wonderful thing. And actually, we're going to give you six reasons why it is a wonderful thing and why it does save time and also why it can help save your waistline. (laughs) The first reason is that it just simplifies the whole eating process. It keeps eating healthy on track. That's so important today. And we did a podcast, oh, just two or three or so ago, where we talked about eating healthy snacks and making sure that they're available in the fridge in little keepers or in little plastic baggies or whatever, so that you could just reach them, grab them, and have them at a moment's notice. (laughs) I'm sure our audience knows that we spend a lot of time talking about eating. We kind of like that subject. (laughs) The second tip on our list is that you really don't have to stop and think about what you'll eat because it's all written down. So in the middle of being so hungry and you're searching about or thinking about something and your mind immediately turns to "Mm, inappropriate stuff, (laughs) maybe calling it a pizza. With a meal planner, you can actually begin to think early in the day what you're going to have and maybe make plans to stop at the store to get the ingredients that you'll need and then what time you'll need to get going with it and so forth. So it takes the guesswork out of it. Exactly. And that brings us to reason number three, which is you know exactly which foods you have to have on hand for the meal or snack preparation that you're doing on any given day. It gives you a chance to look through different circulars to find which store might have what you want. And it gives you a chance to make plans on how you're going to obtain all that. True. And another really good point, this is point number four. There's a lot less food waste and spoilage. And you save time and money, too. Well, reason number five is that you'll stay on track with your weight and energy goals. You're preparing ahead of time. You're eating foods that you know you're going to enjoy, but you're planning for the actual time when you consume them. And then you actually know ahead of time that these are the items that you're going to enjoy. So you build a mental picture for that to happen. Right. Reason number six is that you'll begin to gather and include only the recipes that are in line with your high-energy optimum performance, foods that make you look and feel great. Right. Think about how bodybuilders work their food intake and how Olympians work their food intake. It's kind of the same track. Now, we need to take a break to thank a sponsor. And when we come back, we're going to talk about things to do and consider when you're working on your meal planner. So we'll be right back. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. 
BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. And we're back. Now, one of the things that you're going to need to consider is how to actually put together a meal planner. You can either buy or create a one-week template to fill in, or you can even use a chalkboard or a whiteboard if you don't want to use your computer, as long as it's something that you can keep visible in a place that you can locate easily and keep available for everyone to see. That will work just great. Right. And of course, one of the advantages of using your computer is you can print out this meal planner and circulate it among the people who are going to share the meals with you. Exactly. Or if you are yourself not available to prepare the meal, if you normally do that, other people in your household will know how to stay on track. Now, one tip we have for looking at a meal planner template is to try to pick one that has various separate areas, say for breakfast, say for lunch, say for dinner, and also has places where you can add in healthy in-between meal snacks. Some of the planners are really good in this regard, and some of the planners are a little better than an electronic piece of paper. (laughs) So there's a wide range between the quality online for that type of template. You can always refine it if you don't get the best one to start out with, but getting started is really important. So just try to make areas available for each meal. And as Bill mentioned, the snacks in between. Another really important thing that you want to do is have a list of healthy recipes for meals that you know you're going to really love to eat on just about any day. In our families, we know the things we like to eat. We know the foods that our kids enjoy eating. So if you just make a list of healthy ways of preparing specific meals and keep that on hand so that on any given day, you can locate those meals when you want to fill in your template of recipes for the week. That is so important, and it will just save you tons of time and aggravation. Of course, remember to vary the meals to include a wide variety of food choices. Otherwise, you're going to be looking at this as a boring task and you're going to quit doing it. And your family is going to wish you would quit doing it from day one. (laughs) Right. So try to have something that is fun. If somebody comes upon the chart, maybe you post it on the refrigerator door. They go by and go, hmm, Thursday, that's going to be a good choice. I love that. I'm excited. (laughs) Include things that everybody enjoys so that you can really keep everyone invested and excited about what's going to happen at mealtime. It's really important. Things you want to do also is you want to plan ways that you might incorporate even leftovers from, say, one meal into the next day's meals or snacks so that you don't end up either overeating on any given day or wasting food that's left over. Now, another tip is to begin filling your template from your list of great recipes and snacks. So you start from the known, and as you start to run out of ideas, you can do some research and add in some different ideas and different concepts, different types of meals. Let's say if you got an Italian thing going and you've got maybe some German cooking going and maybe a basic beef dish, then all of a sudden you'll say, man, maybe you want to shift it up or spice it up with tacos in between there. Now we need to take one more quick break to thank a sponsor. 
And when we come back, we're going to talk about the daily activities that might get in the way and the things that you maybe should consider as you're constructing your meal planner. So we'll be back in a sec. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. Visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. We're back again. We do want to talk about considering the things that are going on in your life as you are creating your meal plan for the week. You want to consider all the daily activities that are going on in the family. You want to think about how active that you're going to be on each day, whether or not you maybe exercise routinely or you have meetings or maybe going to school, going to work. Maybe you have classes or hobbies or other activities that are going to cut into your time and affect your energy needs on any particular day. And also don't forget all those trips for the kids, like to dance class, to sports practice, or even perhaps just pick them up on your way home. Life gets really hard when you wait till the last minute to prepare all the little snacks and little things that are really needed to keep the energy boosted and keep kids behaving well throughout the day because they do have certain energy requirements for the activities they're participating in. And of course, they're not in charge of all that. We are. So as adults, we need to be responsible. Also, even if you're just a household like ours, where it's just Bill and I in our house, we think it's really important to know what we have scheduled so that we can plan to have the kind of foods that we need that are going to carry us through the routine that we're doing that particular day. That's so true. And it's so important. Another thing that often happens, especially with kids, is they're pretty hungry and they're getting a little bit out of sorts and their energy level is kind of all over the place because they haven't anything to eat. And so the first thing that they want is something sugared, something packaged, like say, almost like a candy bar, maybe not even almost like a candy bar, but like a candy bar and gum and and Jolly Ranchers and all kinds of things that are absolutely probably the worst food they could have at that particular moment. Exactly. And their energy goes right through the roof. (laughs) And then you're the one who suffers. They're acting crazy and now they have to be disciplined. And so now they're not enjoying it. And it's all because you didn't have something ready for them, like, say, an apple, perhaps. Mm -hmm. There's some sugar in that, but it's not way overloaded. Maybe some little bit of cut cheese to go with it. Right. Or a handful of nuts. You know, something that's not processed, something that's nutritious, (laughs) that will really carry them through and make them behave so much better. So make sure that you're thinking about them during this scheduling of all your guys' activities, everybody's activities included. And then make sure that you're available to help finish and prepare what is actually on the planner. (laughs) Exactly. Nothing worse than having something on the planner to eat that day, but the person who knows how to make it is not available to make it. If you're going to plan a certain meal, make sure that you're available, or at least that whoever is going to be available knows how to make that particular item. Otherwise, people are going to be really disappointed. You may need to make some adjustments. Obviously, our lives don't always go as we plan that they will. 
Sometimes unforeseen activities do arise, and that's really fine. Your meal planner is there as a guide to help you to make really good choices and keep you in line with your goals. But it's not set in stone. You can make some different arrangements if you have to. Yeah, remember that your meal planner is not the meal Bible. Exactly. (laughs) You don't have to follow that rote, and you don't have to follow that to the letter. (laughs) Exactly. Now, as a real big bonus on all of this, you're going to find that your shopping and organizing your food list becomes much easier to manage. And as you go along, it'll get easier and easier because you will become accustomed to knowing what the routine is and other people can start jumping in and helping out, especially if they know ahead of time what you're going to be having and what you're going to be serving. You can actually start doling out little portions of what's happening to different people and getting them involved and preparing the food. Absolutely. And it is such an advantage when you go to the grocery store. It will keep you in line and it will help you make good choices. And so when you're in the store, you'll tend to only buy what you know you're going to use and what's on the actual food planner for that week. Takes all the guesswork out of it. Wow, easy peasy, eh? Yeah, (laughs) and I like that. (laughs) So those are some of the pointers that Bill and I wanted to give you for today. We hope that this helps. It really has helped us. We have some people in our family who really do wait till the last minute to prepare what they're going to eat or to decide what they're going to do. It can be very frustrating. So we've really tried to adopt this kind of a habit, and we hope you do too. It'll make your life so much easier. Well, give it a try, and good luck with it. Now, before we leave, we do want to say that we're not healthcare providers. Nothing we say here should be misconstrued as medical advice. It's not meant to treat diagnose or prescribe anything. Everything that we share here is our own opinions. It's based on our own personal research and our experimentation. We always encourage you to do some of the same. That's our show for today. Bill and I want to thank you for listening to the Healthy Tips podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute, the Healthy Tips podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute, the Book Talk Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, the Happy Kids Podcast, the Happiness Experience Podcast, and today's podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcast and view all of the great stories photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. While there, please go to our contact page and leave us a comment. Kira and I encourage you to send us some feedback and also let us know if you have an interest in a specific health topic. You can also like and message us on Facebook. Just go to www dot facebook dot com forward slash better living institute in addition our email address is feedback at better living institute dot com we hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family this is kieran bill van Ittersom for the better living institute saying so long for now everyone <laughs>